The following podcast contains spoilers, strong language, graphic violence, and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. Did you know that ostriches have suicidal tendencies? Oh, why? After this movie. Don't we all? Four guys and a movie. Four guys and a movie. Don't I, Brian Robert, you're reviewing movies for the show. Four guys and a movie. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Four Guys in a Movie, the podcast about movies, snacks, and all things nerdy in between. My name is Rob. Prince Tony. <laughs> Suicidal ostrich. And Chic Joe. Chic Joe, wow. Uh, we've got some exciting stuff for you today. <laughs> well, all right. We've got the Prince of Persia for you today. Um, and maybe a couple of snacks in our Fat Chat Test Kitchen. Ooh. You say we crack open the doors on that, eh? Okay. What, what, what do we got? All right. Let's get into it right now because, you know, let's breeze through this shit bowl of a movie. Yeah, un- unlike this movie, we're trying to move this along. Yes, so I don't want to take too much time. We've got a couple of, a couple of Trader Joe's snacks here. Make maple pancake snaps. And oh. Oreo flavored Oreos. That that is Oreo a cookies and Oreo. cream flavored Oreo. It is indeed. Um, what we've gone too far. <laughs> jumped the shark. We've gone full meta now. Uh, yeah. yeah. At what point does it just start folding in on itself? Well, that's it. It's gone like horriboros. Exactly the Oreos are in on making themselves. Time's collapsing. Um, Someone so, stabbed the dagger in the hourglass. Yeah, so from Trader Joe's, we have Cinnamon Bun JoJo cookies, which I guess are their version of Oreos. I mean, that look, the, on presentation, that looks good. I'm cool with the idea. I like the checkerboard pattern. Let's do that. Let's just get all these out in front of us right away. You want me to open up the sure, yeah, be crazy Oreos? So, oh god, these look terrible. Like they're, it looks like oh, somebody they're thick. purple. Ooh, they thick. Yeah, someone pulled apart two oh. Oreos and stuck them together and ate like the wafer in between. Uh, what? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, as Joe mentioned, there's maple pancake snaps from Trader Joe's. Also, am I just uh, the lucky one that got one that like hit the windshield? Uh, there yeah. were a few of them that did okay. not. All right, what are we starting with here? I'm thinking maple snaps. Yeah, sure. seem the easiest to kind of. It's a small little ginger snap type cookie. I ain't bad at all. No. Nothing fantastic, though. Yeah. yeah no. There's not a whole lot of maple to yeah, it? Yeah, I don't really taste maple. It's like, it's just a ginger snap minus the ginger. I got a bit of maple. Yeah, a little bit. It's like it's yeah, like a vanilla wafer got tinged with a little maple. Yeah, it's not yeah. it's not top-tier cookie, but it ain't bad. Oh, no, it's definitely not bad. Yeah. I do I like, get I some like of the pancake. Snaps. I don't know about the maple, mm-hmm. but the pancake. All right, maybe I'll try the... the um, well, I'd like to point out we have an imitation Oreo, yeah, and we have an actual Oreo that's trying its hardest to, to be, be everything 
<laughs> it's trying to be everything that an Oreo can possibly be. Yeah. All right. I think I'm going for the. I don't know. What do you What do you think? Um, let's, let's save the the true the on brand for last. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cinnamon bun JoJo. I didn't get a lot of cinnamon. Uh, no, because mine tastes almost exactly like. Yeah, I'm definitely getting cinnamon. A cookie with like ground up cinnamon toast crunch in the middle of it. Yeah, I kind of get that. Yeah, no, that's that's good. Yeah. I mean, I do. I taste some cinnamon, not as much as I thought I was going to get. I will point out that one I felt had too much cream because it started to come apart on me. Mm-hmm. This cookies and cream flavored cookies and cream cookie that I have in my hand here has like twice the cream in it. You can have never too never have too much cream, Joe. Mm-hmm. That's right. Never too. Right. Yeah, from the looks of this, they do literally just put cream on each side and stick it together, right? Yeah, they just... It's got, like, a you know, seam in the middle. I'm just trying to, like, trying to cleanse my palate, because now i got, like, cinnamon and maple. You have a lot of different beverages to choose from here. Mm-hmm. I was hoping the alcohol would, like, burn, burn the flavor out. Hmm. All right. Okay. Bottoms up, gentlemen. Right, here we go. We're done. Yeah, she... It's flying apart on me. Maybe it's your technique rather than the cookie, Joe, because I'm going to no problem. I have techniques stripping out my butt cheeks. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> um, Not good techniques. I have to sleep on my stomach so I don't stain the bed sheets. Uh, <laughs> Tony chokes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just an Oreo. Like, it just... I think it's good. I like yeah. it. No, I'm yeah. wrong. No, it's like a triple stuffed Oreo. Yeah, I'm totally cool with that. Like, for me, the ratio's off, but like, it's still solid. We, you never have. You were just complaining. Cream. It's not solid. No, I mean the structure is, is haphazard, but like <laughs> the flavor, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. To, for me, it's better than like a double stuff or something because they're they have like an added bit of cookie in the cream as well. So it's not you're not getting bombarded with cream. Mm. Right. One more, just one more, one more. Only because I desperately want them open. Maple okay. pancake. Trader Joe's maple oh. pancake puffs. They got a lot of maple you- pancakes going on. Yeah, well, I've been holding on to this shit for a while. Yeah, since I was going to say, because I'm like, <laughs> this seems like the wrong time of year for <coughs> maple pancakes. Uh, I'm taking a there's, puff. There's no wrong time of year. Maple yeah. pancakes. Yeah. Maple pancakes. Looks like a cheese duel. Yeah, I assume this is puffed corn? Yeah. Corn and rice. Corn and rice, okay. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a Cheeto-y look. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, it's definitely maple. Yeah. yeah, that one, there's no question about maple. Yeah. There. I mean, honestly, like, I, I, I poo-pooed the, the cookies and cream flavored Oreo, mostly on concept, but really, there weren't any losers here. I, no. Yeah, no. I mean, my problem with the, with the maple things is I'd rather just take other snacks and put maple syrup on them. Um, I mean, you could do that, <laughs> but you need, that's, that's more than one step. Well, yeah. snack should be evaluated on its own, like a laziness factor. It's standalone capabilities. Yeah. Uh, see, I enjoy snacks more if I put a little, a little love and care of my own into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I do feel like you mean your own cream. Sometimes my own cream. <laughs> I do feel like if you took an Oreo and dipped it in maple syrup, wouldn't be as 
good as if you get like a maple syrup specific type Oreo or or just Oreo substitute like just the like the the vanilla Oreo like the the white cookie with the, the plain put maple syrup on that it would what's the uh, yeah, what's the what's the overall opinion golden Oreos better than regular Oreos mm, um no nah, I'm not okay who's saying that I heard a lot of people yeah I won't name names a lot of folk folk them. No, I, so, I think, like, Oreos are good, I guess, maybe because I'm an old man now, but I'm like, I don't need, like, you know, 31 flavors of Oreo. Mm-hmm. All right, so what was the, what was the best of the... Best of the um, so I always prefer cookies to, like, puffy things. Mm-hmm. Uh, those puffs were quite good, though. Puffs are real good. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, like, a ginger snap really can't hold its own against an Oreo. That's, no. It's just outgunned. So it's got to be one of the two Oreo types. I'm just trying to read what their, their brand so most it's, Oreo it's Oreo. the most Oreo the Oreo. Most mm-hmm. Oreo Oreo. Cookies okay. and cream flavored cream. Yeah. I mean, I, I would go with the most Oreo. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would. See, this is going to be weird because, like, that probably was my favorite, but I, I regard it as wholly unnecessary and, like, just eat an Oreo. And so, like, I don't, I can't stop advocating for it, but because it was the closest to a regular Oreo, um, which is, you know, I think I'd like that better than the Cinnabon flavored ones. So I'm going to give that my, my top mark. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give it the top mark too, um, followed by the puffs. Hmm. Oh, okay. I'd yeah. say they are. Oh, sorry, Tony. Go ahead. No, just, uh, like I would take the Cinnabon ones over that. I think I might have to go puffs as the top dog here though. Cause like I could probably down that whole bag now. It's oh, only yeah. 600 calories in there. <laughs> That's because it's mostly air. Mm, a lot of puffs in there. Now, I mean, but honestly, though, like, I don't think, any, like, my lowest mark for any of them would still probably be like a B. Yeah. Like, I think they're all, they all did good. Yeah, they're all good. Strong showing. I mean, the, the thing with me, for especially for the cinnamon bun ones, is for me, Trader Joe's, stuff like that tends to be a little too sweet for my, uh, for my personal taste. That's kind of my problem with the most Oreo. Oreo. I, I, don't, I don't find them sweet. Just... It's just like, I don't know, the cream is kind of like nondescript Oreo-y flavor without like sweetness or savoriness. It just is. Well, I think you're still suffering from uh, some lack of taste bud. Uh, that could be. Because again, I'll, I'll take that over the, like most devil stuffs now, just because like I said, you know, I feel like there's more than just the cream, but it still kind of has that effect where I feel like it's brushing my teeth with sugar. Mm. But hey, it's vegan, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think these ones are big. Huh? All right. <laughs> so this asshole of a movie, mm-hmm. um, The Prince of Persia, 2010? Uh, yeah. This thing? Yeah. It's 2010, yes. All righty. Anybody seen this movie before? Nope. Yes. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> In theaters? No. Okay. This was definitely a rental or something. Yeah, I think I may have started to watch it and then was just like, no. no I mean, this honestly didn't make it past Jake Gyllenhaal's The Star right in the trailer. I was yeah. like, all right, we're done here. I will say, uh, <clears throat> this produced some really nice Lego sets. Mm-hmm. Very well done sets. That's all. <laughs> and probably a Bud K catalog replica. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. With a nice glass handle. Yeah, it's, it's perfect for <laughs> fighting in melee with. Oh, 
<laughs> the knife wasn't made. Yeah. No. Even though they used it Even many they, times yeah, in this yeah. movie for that. All right. So, uh, Tony, yeah. tell us a little bit about the Prince of Persia. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, as you already said, from 2010. <clears throat> excuse me. Was directed by uh, Mike Newell, uh, who did Donnie Brasco, Pushing Tin, Mona Lisa Smiles, all movies I know you haven't seen, but Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. There you go. You've seen it. I right. have. Yes. <laughs> I got that. Um, apparently this movie's had, or well, this series, perhaps I should say, uh, has had a lot of issues. Uh, originally, somebody pitched an idea for making this into a movie, but then Jerry Bruckheimer and Disney swooped in and was like, ours now. Uh, so they snatched all that up. This was supposed to be the next Pirates of the Caribbean for them. Uh, they were slated to have at least three movies. And, uh, I guess at one point they were talking it being a total of seven. <laughs> Obviously that didn't work out. Okay. Um, all right. That's ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I believe that is the growing problem with them for sure. Or not a growing problem, but a continuous problem. Um, I mean, how many Pirates movies are we on now? Five, I think. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, uh, keep track. <laughs> but I haven't given a damn about a Pirates of the Caribbean movie since, since the second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After the second let me down. Uh, but this movie also pretty much shot itself in the foot with the, the video game franchise as well, because they kind of did like a... A retooling of the video games to fit the movie narrative a bit better, uh, which people, I don't know, like, I guess they were just at least lukewarm on the game, but then when the movie didn't do well and all the sequels got canceled, they were just kind of like, let's focus on Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Great yeah, so job, I, everybody. Yeah. And I never gave two Creed. shits about the Prince of Persia games. <clears throat> I never really played them or anything, so... I think the last one I played was just over at somebody else's house when it was on the computer. Like, I'm talking old school, Mm -hmm. like when we were in middle school. Hmm. Uh, But also, as I think is a recurring problem for Disney, uh, this movie's release date was announced before they had actors or a script. Always a great Yeah, that's a... Oh, that's a good plan. Uh, you mentioned before that, you you know, as soon as you saw Jake Gyllenhaal, you were out. Yeah. Uh, he himself was like, yeah, this was a bad idea. I mm-hmm. shouldn't have done this. Uh, but other possibilities for the role were apparently Orlando Bloom oh, or Zach Another Efron. whitest, whitest oh. man. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're just... Yeah. I mean, of those three, I'll take Jack Jake Gyllenhaal, but that's, all three of those are terrible ideas. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess there were other people at one time or another the, that were uh, more diverse casting, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know if that's... More browner. Yeah. No, it's it's 2010. They're, that was not even considered. A Persian play the Prince of Persia? No. Yeah, well, yeah. I, yeah, except it would be a Persian cat. <laughs> that's the, I don't know. I, I don't know how many Persian actors are out there, but uh, they were they seemed closer to the idea, at least. Uh, want to guess how much money this movie costs him? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with an even hundred million. Yeah, see, I was, I was feeling a hundo. Um, so I'll do, uh, I'll do a hundred and five million. I don't know. It's a good idea. Two hundred. Jeez. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, want to guess how much it made? Say. 150 million. Um, I feel like this was somewhat salvaged in the international market. So I'm going to say like 
400. It was huge in Persia. I don't think it was. Two, it was uh, 336. Oh, okay. I overshot. Right. Uh, and yes, that is worldwide. Yep. So I think it was 90 million in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. probably didn't recoup its marketing uh, campaign. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but it was the highest grossing video game movie adaptation until Warcraft came along. Mm-hmm. That's the saddest thing I've said in a well, long time. For, but for a video a game movie, I mean, this is no, I, this yes. is pretty damn good for a video game movie. Yeah. And the I bar think, is really low. Yeah. I think a yeah. lot more people played World of Warcraft than yeah. Prince of Warcraft. Oh, yes, but it doesn't make it a movie. Mm-hmm. Has anybody here seen the World of Warcraft movie? And for when we inevitably roll it, (laughs) add it to the list. You'll be unhappy. All right. Perfect. Yeah, the World of Warcraft, I always had a lot of issues with the aesthetic choices and whatnot of that world. Um, So I I never really got into it. It was a little Fortnite y. I mean, or Fortnite y is Fortnite is a little World of Warcraft y. Maybe. Well, that is also the thing. Like, I, I know uh, a pet peeve of Joe is the giant shoulder pads. Which yeah, and that I can take a lot more in a mm-hmm. game in a movie. Yeah, that would bug in... me a lot more. Um, there's more to it than that, but that was a big one. Okay. But anyway, but is um, it bad in the same way that this is bad? Because this is a very specific type of bad, and we should get into that soon. So, what else you got, Tony? Before we move on to the cast. Miss it? Okay, Joe. You're still looking at your phone, so I didn't know if you had more to add. All right, so uh, we got a bunch of people who shouldn't have been cast here. Uh, we got Jake Gyllenhaal as Prince Dastin. Uh, Gemma Arterton, or Arterton as Princess Tamina. Ben Kingsley, just showing up for that paycheck. As Sam and uh, Alfred Molina as Sheikh Amar. His name was Sheikh. Yeah, <laughs> Master Sheikh. Sheikh Amar, I should say, but they said it like Sheikh. All right, so it was supposed to be yeah. Sheikh. Okay. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, who, the fuck and knows? who cares? Shake, 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 Sonora. Shake your body, Molina. Shake <laughs> Molina. All right. Joe, yeah, I assume you were paying attention. I was trying for a while. Help us get no, in this. I, I have a page All right, John, and a half tell of you notes. What, John, you start us off, and but Joe I gave will pick up, up where you gave two thirds of the way through. Yeah, I already. I didn't take great notes on this. I, I didn't was, take any notes. Yes. Um, so I was so yeah, spacing I mean, out. We have our we have our opening where, of course, Disney has to shove them. Sells right down your throat mm-hmm. with their fancy CGI castle with Tinkerbell farting sparkles all over the place. And, yeah. And all that. <clears throat> and we uh, we open right up to ancient Persia, where the whole royal family are all the whitest people in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Anglo-Saxon Persia. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and... Uh, Although the commoners, they had a good yeah, amount oh yeah. of actual... Yeah, well, yes. Well, yes. <laughs> the riffs, yeah. Which, I mean, that p- potentially could have been historically accurate. Except I don't for the one research. street urchin that he's about to pluck oh, yeah, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he picks the whitest street urchin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, like, not to jump ahead too much or anything here, but, like, yeah, that's why every time they're like, he chose me, I don't know why, I'm like... I know why. <laughs> there's, there's a certain nobility about you. Yeah. I think it's in the way you're not a darkie. Um, so, yeah. So, the, 
the king is uh is visiting the uh the bazaar i guess you'd call mm-hmm. it, the market um and looking for a boy to buy apparently yeah as you do i missed what what her heroic act caused him to go into his parkour because i was actually trying to take notes all right so 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 this little kid like is playing in the street as the as the king's procession is going by, mm-hmm. and like it startles one of the king's horses, at, so which at which point one of the the king's guards just comes down and starts slapping the shit out of this kid. Well, because it, it knocks him <laughs> off his horse, so yeah, he gets up and starts beating yeah. the shit out of this kid. This guy needs to take a page out of uh, that guy from uh, Willow. Remember when he's trying to stop that army on the side of the road, and he's just like, "Out of the way, Peck!" and kicks him right in the gutter. <laughs> yep. That's true, yeah. uh, but. But then this little 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 baby babby Destan is like, stop it! Throwing apple at you. you! Yeah, he beans him in the head with an apple. Yeah, so he hits the the guy with an apple. And, How dare you fruit me? That's right. And the fruited knight is about to uh, kill this little street urchin, mm-hmm. and the king is like, no, you threw an apple at my guard. You're special. Well, first was, there was like a whole like. I'm Aladdin. Yeah, there was a whole Aladdin with, chase. I'm going to use my hardcore parkour. Yeah, there was a whole riffraff you know, street rat battle. In Hollywood, where any Middle Eastern country has people just getting around with parkour all the time. Right. Yeah. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. That's how they stay so trim. Yeah. Um, the floor is lava. So he's like, yeah, you parkoured all my soldiers, so I'm going to adopt you. Guards like... You ain't even steal nothing, but I'm cutting your hand off anyway. That's right. <laughs> I'll have this. King's like, oh, no. He stole his pride. Yeah. Oh. Ben Kingsley, put that boy on your horse. We're taking him back to the palace. And Ben Kingsley does as he is told. He's Prince Nazim. What about my friend that got half beaten to death? We're going to the palace! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. That's right. Let him starve. So yeah, now apparently he's just one of the king's uh, sons. You know, he's he's their his adopted son, Dastin. Well, yeah, did we ever get a thing on like how many kids he's got? Two more, he has two so, true sons. Yeah, yeah, and, two more true. Did he yeah. already have them? Oh, uh, you guys, yes. yeah, you guys were oh. talking through to like this is my son, this guy, and this is my son, this guy. But, like, that's the only time you get a, that's what these are. Well, not just, I mean, I I did kind of get that, but, like, he, they seem to just throw it around, so I wasn't sure if that's, like, are they actually sons, or are they, like, are actually brothers, or is this, like, a, you know, we're war buddies, we're brothers, or, like, I I don't know. Yeah, no, the king had two true-born sons. Mm. Okay. And then he adopted. Because also, I, and maybe because they, uh, there's talks of many wives, but like they uh, do not look at all like. Yeah, no. I mean it's possible they could be half brothers, but yeah. because the king is their father, they're yeah. still considered. Yeah, yeah. Them. So we oh, yeah. we jump ahead 15 years as we get hit with the title card, and um, we're now at the holy city of Alamuts, which uh, they've decided that uh, they need to have a war council about attacking this place. But we need to get Prince Dastin for that, who's off doing his own, like, UFC match with the common rabble. So he's brought before the Council of War, and, like, you got a Ben Kingsley there. He's like, Uncle Nazim. And he's all like, we have satellite photos. They're making weapons of mass destruction. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's got just this crate full of swords. It's hidden under all this oil. We gotta go stop them. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, yeah, you got... Prince 
Koss, I think, or Toss. Toss, I think. And then yeah, there's Prince Other Guy, who his name is longer, and I, I never caught a good glimpse of it. But the other brother... Uh, I believe that was Prince Von Doom. Yeah. Prince I just of call Persia. him bro number two. Yeah. Well, I, I was referring to him as other brother. I, I um, See, I kept calling him Prince Von Doom because he is the one that played Doctor Doom. In like the like Fan Melted Forestick. Trash Bag. Yes. Oh, Fan Forestick? Oh, yes. God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. that's that's the only thing I re- recognized him from. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, um, they're like, all right, we're just gonna attack this place uh, head on. And um, my cavalry, this is like other brother. He's like, my cavalry are gonna be the ones to attack first because you know, smashing cavalry against yeah, the you attack a castle wall. with yeah. cavalry. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially with how they handle everything else in this movie. Yeah, horses it, just kick down the walls, right? And Prince Koss, the older brother who has the authority to make the decisions here, um, is like, "Yeah, so you're not ready, there, uh, Dastin. You're uh, come back when you're older. We'll just let him <laughs> slam the cavalry against the wall, and then I'll walk up the pile of dead horses <laughs> and uh, get into the city that way." But here's where Dastin yeah. checks in. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's like, you don't understand, little brother. We have plenty of men to throw out these walls. They, mm-hmm. They're expendable by the dozens. It's fine. So, yeah, now um, we, we cut to the Princess Tamina inside, who's getting all hennaed up uh, for war, I guess. I don't know. She heads uh, off to the sacred temple. You're just like, okay, movie, sure. And we cut back to uh, Prince Dastin and his band of cohorts. Uh, sneaking into Almut with, they do like a weird board move where they kind of have the board like go halfway up the wall, and then they have these guys firing crossbows into well, the wall. Used, yeah. He used his hardcore parkour to walk it up the wall. That's right. While yeah. they push from behind. That's correct. I forgot about that. Why did it just bring a siege ladder, which would you know are not that hard to make. Or a rope. Yeah, or a rope. Um, You know, if you're sneaking that big board up there. But whatever, he doesn't need it, because he's got (laughs) these guys with crossbows just firing crossbow bolts into the wall. Right, totally silent. Mm -hmm. Crossbow bolts hitting a stone wall. Now, Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie looks like he only weighs, like, you know, 150 pounds soaking wet. But, like, it's a crossbow bolt. It's not not holding you up. Right, no. (laughs) And... Also, you're not making a silent approach if they're embedding in the wall that violently that you could yeah, uh, climb them. Like, he would have been better off just bringing, like, not even a siege ladder, just like a wooden ladder, just placed gently against yeah. the side of the or wall. Or have the crossbow guy fire a rope up there. Yeah. yeah. With a grappling hook. True. You know, whatever. Also, I, I didn't, I don't, I'm sure there isn't a reason other than to have an action piece, but, like, they keep firing like seconds before he reaches up to that spot yeah like just do it ahead of time like wait yeah you know, know maybe fire all those in first yeah right and like stay out of sight mm-hmm. so like if somebody looks over the wall they might not notice the crossbow bolts they might not notice anything yeah and if you're doing one every few minutes they're just gonna now, yeah. i would also like to point out that while they're doing all this and nobody notices because there's only one century on the fucking wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a city that knows it's besieged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. 
put them in yeah. one century up there. It's nighttime, John. Listen, Everyone well, else is... They're all union guys. Yeah. No, but this is also the thing of, like, I don't know if that's because they're very stupid or very smart. Because apparently everyone's busy throwing themselves at the front wall, so maybe that's where everyone... Mm-hmm. You know, uh, on the wall is uh, is uh, you know uh, more active as well. No, they hadn't even charged yet. Well, but they wasn't, they had like they had uh, catapults firing shit. Yeah, they at were the they were under front siege wall. for sure. Yeah. But yeah, they um, should we call it like maybe the city's garrison was just really small and they had most of their men on the front wall. Either way, it's like you get what you paid for because uh, Jake Gyllenhaal takes that one guy on the wall out, gets all his buds up here. Before they get noticed, and then like a archery slash parkour fight breaks out, and you know it's not that good. Um, yeah. they're, they're, they're trying to do a thing. Yeah, um, it would be fine. It just relies a little too heavily on the. Uh, it's a little too silly. Yeah, it's a little too silly. There's there. This would be a fight that would be better on the ground, but that's yeah. most. Most of the fights. The, the Bruckheimer factor is too. Yeah, I was just going to say that's that Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, that, and it was there. 2010, so parkour was like <coughs> the thing. Yep. Well, I mean, that was also part of the game, so I can't fault yeah, them the, too the much. Yeah, that is, that is basically the Prince of Persia is like just parkour nonsense. Right, so they, I was really, I, I mean, we'll get into it a bit more, I guess, but the, the plot of this movie prevents this. But I was really hoping you'd have a moment of more realistic almost gameplay where he's like i'm gonna jump off this roof oh didn't make that use the dagger i'm going back yeah let me try it again oh got hit by an arrow reload go back the dagger is used very sparingly yeah yeah which is kind of silly like um so they get the two gates open in the east so now uh his brother aggressive bro is like oh i'll charge my cavalry there but there's a bunch of uh, a whole bunch of soldiers from Alamut now. There's like hundreds of dudes coming to this gate all of a sudden. Why they weren't on the walls, I don't know. And so Jake Gyllenhaal's like, I got a plan. I'm going to use this rope thing or hook it up to an anvil. I'm going to use that weight to pull down a, a uh, big old cauldron of boiling oil we had up there for whatever reason. Um well, I mean, yeah. I guess maybe to use on invaders? So, yeah, the boiling oil thing is one of those ones that, like, it was an invention of uh, of various, like, fantasy stories and Hollywood movies. Because like, if you're, why go through all the energy to boil a liquid up there? You just, like, put rocks in there and dump that on them. Or, like, if you're going to boil something, like, why is it oil? Why don't just put, like, sand in there or something? Either way, whatever. He dumps this in the gate and then jumps down in front of it. So it's like, there's a wall of fire behind me? Yeah, which weirdly seems to cause a lot more problems for the the people of the city, but does no, nothing to stop his army that comes flooding Because they can jump right immediately over it. After. Yeah. yeah, so like, what was the point? Yeah, why did you even do that? Was that to prevent them to from rushing the, out? It was to slow down the foot soldiers from being able to plug up the gate. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. But like, if it didn't stop the soldiers from getting through, why would it stop the ones? Because the horses have it up. The horses have no problem jumping over a wall of fire. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. So, um, oh, you get the only part of this scene that I kind of liked. Um, it has a shitty beginning, but basically, the princess is like, "All right, I got this this package here. You got gives it to this one dude. Is like, you got to take it. You got to get it out of here." Guy's like, "I'll do it. I'm out of here." And he's riding on a horse, and he's got a spear, and he's, um, 
Like Jake Gyllenhaal's running in front of the horse and then he parkours off some walls and bounces around. And the guy on the horse, I guess, just forgets that he's there. Because <laughs> he stops and he's like, what's this guy doing? Yeah, and it suddenly, like, Jake Gyllenhaal kicks him off the horse. <laughs> How did you lose sight of him? But I liked the... I believe he's moving too fast he to doesn't, be seen. He doesn't yeah. have object permanence. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, he disappeared. So, the guy on the horse is just that dumbfounded. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is yeah. this guy doing? What? So, um, you get a like a halfway decent fight between a man with a spear and a man with two scimitars. And I thought the choreography for this was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, and, you know, traditionally, at least in in Eastern martial arts, like that was one of the weapon sets that could offset the spear would be dual wielding swords. So they have a good like complement for each other. Hmm. And he eventually triumphs and uh, finds he gets himself here a uh, fancy uh, schmancy dagger with an hourglass for a hilt. Yay. What do we think of this dagger? More like an egg timer. An egg timer, yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially because you only get one minute. Mm-hmm. The dagger itself, I think, looks fine except they use it as a dagger if it, if at no point in the movie yeah. it was used as a dagger and they just explicitly said it's merely ornamental mm-hmm. it's just the hey the hilt with the button that's all it is for yeah it's a and key. It's, it's a key yeah, exactly well, that's what i was going to say like cuz the blade part of it is it's supposed to be able to pierce a specific thing we find out later but it's like it should just be a key for that, then. Right. Because, yeah, it looks stupid as a dagger, but it's... But if it looked like a key, it would also look stupid. Yeah. You'd be like, what is this Kingdom Hearts bullshit? Well, it's also, the again, yeah. we're beholden to the game, which I believe it was a dagger, right? See, yeah. It's bullshit in, in Kingdom Hearts, because they're like, this is a sword. And you're like, no, that's a key. <laughs> that's right. And it will break your it's wrist. It's a sword. <laughs> it's a, bl- a key blade, yeah, except it's, it's like, not sharp. Yeah. That's, well, it's a, that's blunt a borderline object. mace. <laughs> I mean, I, I love that is the Disney logic. It's like, no, no, we can't have piercing weapons. That's too violent. Beat them to death with a blunt object. Yeah. I mean, at one point, the princess does say that without the sand, it's it's just a dagger and it's not, not even, even that a sharp. really yeah. sharp one. But they use it to cut well, things multiple times. Yeah, I, and I Jake did, Gyllenhaal stabs himself. To yeah, death with it. yeah, I did wonder about. Well, it was that. pointy. You could definitely stab yourself mm-hmm. with it. Because yeah, she says it's not even that sharp, but I'm like. Like, so the gods gifted you a shitty knife? Like, what? Yeah, from the Bug Cake catalog. So, um, we cut ahead now to, uh... It's not even last, just acrylic. They storm in the temple, and aggressive bro, just like, like, the princess is there, like, prostrate, like, praying in the temple. And he comes in and just, like, kicks her ritual brazier or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck fuck this, please. And, um, like... Uh, Prince Koss here is like, or, or Toss or whatever his name is, um, is like, uh, so Stupid. tell us where the weapons are or we'll torture you. And she's like, you know, there's no weapons here. Do your search, whatever. Torture no. me. Oh, yeah. Not torture. Oh, torture no. won't help you find something that's not here. Mm-hmm. Don't attach those car batteries so, to my nippies. Yeah, he's about to like, you know, put the put the blade to her when like she sees Dastin with the dagger and she's like, Oh, you know what? I surrender. That's fine. You know, I guess I'll marry you or something. Do whatever. And, yeah, that was it. It was like yeah. he was like, Oh, all right. You seem smart. I'm not gonna torture you. I'm just gonna make you my like tenth wife. <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right. that, that'll solve mm-hmm. the you know, that'll make peace between our people. I like you. 
You're feisty. So it's just like, you just attacked me. Like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, she's like, no, I'm not going to marry you. And he's like, all right, fine. I'll just kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and then she sees the dagger. She's like, oh, wait, no, I will marry you. She says, who's a gal got a bang to get a ceremonial dagger, dagger around here? So the king shows up. And he's just, like, letting loose a barrage of fuck words. He's like, why did you attack this place? Like, you sullied my honor. They weren't doing anything. Like, you're not fit to be king, son. You're just, you know, going around attacking people left and right. But Poppy, you know. he told me. Yeah, they mostly that they did it without his permission. Yeah. And so the son's like, no, they're making weapons here. They're distributing them to our enemies. I'll go, I'll go search this whole place. I'll find the forges. Weapons of terror. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the king's like, Daston, I heard you did pretty cool stuff. Um, he's like, but you should, the coolest thing you should have done that you didn't do is just been like, hey, all. this is a stupid idea. You should have just talked your older brother out of attacking this place. Stop trying to get your dick wet and mm -hmm. use your brain. Um, so Daston's like, all right, I'll see you tonight. I got a present for you. Um, so yeah, his older brother's like, check out this cool robe. We're going to give it to, you know, you're going to give it to dad tonight. And so Dastin's like, okay. And uh, yeah, we cut to the big, like, presentation of Princess Tamina to the king. And like, they're giving him this robe, of, like the holy robe of Alamut. The king's like, let me try this on. Why would um, you do that? And then he's like, oh, Dastin, you get to marry the princess. Because, you know, my other son's a fucking he has a whole bunch of wives yeah you need a wife to settle you down yeah i also i really i kind of hope that's the tradition all the time like somebody brings them underwear and they're just like well, he's gotta try it on now mm -hmm. also why am i sizzling that's right it's <laughs> yeah. like please tell me you didn't use clorox to mm -hmm. wash this i'm deathly <laughs> allergic <laughs> so like poison clothes are like a staple of old mythology and whatnot, but it, they're really weird to watch at work because you're just like this guy's just burning well, for no reason. Yeah, well, and what is what is poison clothes exactly? What are we talking? Yeah, I mean, especially since they put the robe on over his other clothes. Yeah, yeah. And at no point did it like touch his face. It didn't even touch his hands, as far as I could tell. Like I'm sure touched touch his skin a little or whatever, but you know he's he's sweaty. You know, so but yeah, like I because the the minute they're like, oh, well, we got a present for him. Here's this robe. You got to give him. I knew what was coming, but I expected it to be like, oh, we put it on, and oh, oh, you forgot to take the pin out of the bag. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, now I'm dying. So, Not like a, I'm bursting into flames yeah, or whatever. Yeah, no, that was like a goddamn up, vampire. Yeah, straight up like Hercules. Like. Yeah, that's how he was. He was taken out, but I think it, the shirt for him just stuck to him and poisoned him, and then we ripped it off. It ripped his skin off or something. How do you, is that like a thing you could do? It's, it's Greek mythology. Anything could happen there. Oh, for oh, so not real, but okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But this movie, though, oh, no, it really happened to Hercules. Twice. Yeah. Well, no, but I'm mean, like, I didn't know if that was a thing that could happen. Happens horrible. What so deadly poison <laughs> jacket? I kind of wish. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> but um, like. Left this is the first indication, I think, in this movie that magic's a thing. This magic burning robe. Sure. Because, you, you, like, this is a dagger. It's important, but it hasn't done anything cool yet. And so you're just like, okay, uh, burning burning robes, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, sure. Because it turned him into a vampire? And, like, yeah. Not even, they even, like... They put it on him. They, yeah. like, they put it on and then they tied it with, like, one little fucking, like, shoe string. Yeah, it's not on there very And then... <laughs> 
when it's burning him, it's like he's zipped up in a sleeping bag. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think once he starts burning, for whatever reason, he pulls it on tighter. Now, what about this, guys? What if the robe, like after a second or two of him wearing it, uh, turned into one of those creatures from Beastmaster that oh, hugs God. you oh, and yeah. digests you? And then, like, he just opens up again and the king's just bones. <laughs> I, you know, we might as well, because I guess that's yeah. pretty much what happens. By the end of this, he's looking like one of the gremlins at the end of the movie. Yeah, and honestly, with the nonsense gibberish gobbledygook with the snake assassins, mm. like they might as well have. It might yeah. as well have been one of them and like a big snake just sure just so, crapped him out. Yeah. So right. now this... This the plot goes off the rails here quick. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. It's and this is a classic case of like someone wrote this out in a script and then no one looked at it and been like, Can we can we extrapolate on this a little so bit? He was like, Yeah, no, that's good. I like that. That's good. That's good. They're originally they're like, Dastin gave that to him, therefore Dastin killed him. Uh For therefore no get him. Yeah. Dastin's like, I gotta go, I gotta fight for my life. Not like how the fuck was I supposed to know that the yeah. robe did that? Like, all right, a I got it from I got it from my brother who got it from my uncle. Yeah, none of that. He's like, oh, I've been also, accused of something. I need to kill guards and make yeah. my well, escape. Well, also, I mean, wait, wait, wait. Also, let's not forget this was not in my sight for large chunks yeah. of time. Yeah, also, yeah. anyone could have done also, this. Also, I am not a blood son of the king. I have nothing to gain from this. Yeah, but, and I am by his side trying to get it off but him. Bro number yeah. two, who is already like pissed and jealous, yeah, yeah. aggressive, is, is like, he killed the king. Get him. <laughs> yeah. Get him. Yeah, but that is just that, like, <laughs> he oh, took well, her dead. <laughs> oh, well, he said, he killed daddy. I mean, get I, him. <laughs> I get it. This is before we had, like, you know, uh, a jury and all that kind of shit, but like, Wait, we're gonna he's put just him on like, trial. Uh, for no reason, I am gonna say, you, or well, for very little reason, I'm immediately gonna blame you. And he's just like, well, fuck it, I got no defense. I'm gonna kill everyone and run out of here. Like, yeah, <laughs> not like I'll see my day in court. Instead, I'll jump out the window. Well, not even like a, hey, give me a minute to explain what happened. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm just gonna stab or, people and jump out the window. Let me talk to my brother. That's actually king now. <laughs> yeah. See what he thinks. Who had the robe in the first place? Yeah. yeah. But Princess Tamina's like, I'm coming with you. And she jumps out the window. So now sure. two of them, they jump out the window. Sure. She only did that because he still has the knife. Well, yes. But we we don't really know that at the time. Like, yeah, which also, and I, I know he doesn't know about the, the, the knife's abilities and so mm -hmm. on. What the fuck's her problem? Oh, and yes, we definitely know that. Like, mm -hmm. we definitely know that she only got it, did it for the knife. Oh yeah, but like your your city's getting invaded and all this shit. You have this knife that can go back in time. Well, one minute ain't gonna. What, what are you waiting for? What at the right time they could do a lot. Yeah, but by the time like like the gates were open, by the time like she knew what was going on, and at that I point guess. your city's fucked. But it, either way, um, like. They he does some unnecessary running on some horses and camels and some flippy shit and you're just like well, really movie it's not unnecessary he he did it so he could cut all the leads for the horses and camels so they would yeah the flip at the end though that was just for sure but she could have just done that on the ground he could have but it wouldn't have been as recovery but <laughs> well that anyway so 
I'm a Mr. Bruckheimer. He has already popped his Bruckheimer in this film. So anyway. Oh. So this movie also suffers from really choppy editing. Because they're oh, just yeah. like, the they're gone. Like, sun's down. They're at a campsite. They're safe. Uh, just escape the middle of the action sequence. And she's, like, putting the seduction on him hard. Yeah. And he's, like, uh, he's falling for it a bit. She tr- she um, like, goes for his pants. dagger, <laughs> goes for, like, his scimitar. They have a little bit of a fight here. And mm. he accidentally hits the, the button on the end of the dagger. Travels back in time. And he's, like, what the hell just happened? And then it cuts back to the, right where she grabs his sword and she just stabs him. Yeah, or got, slashes him across the chest. He's yeah. got the do-over, and he did worse the second time around. <laughs> and then oh, he hits no. the button again. He's like, oh. He's, one of those, uh, he's like on one of those dickbag YouTubers that never follow the tutorial and then uh-huh. when they're playing the game. They're like, this mm. game is b- badly made. I don't, where's the, nothing works. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I immediately also, skipped all those help windows that every, popped up. <laughs> every time he hits this button, he turns into... A worse computer graphic than was in the actual game, mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah, the the effects for the time shifting, it's not great. No. Well, it's more, like, the the general effects, like, you know, mm. whatever the, like, crackly lava-looking whole, uh, cracks in his arm, whatever yeah. the hell that is. Like, I'm cool with that, but, like, for no reason they just make him fully CGI. Yeah. Just have the actor there. He's right there. Yeah. He's just right there. Just layer effects on top of them. Instead, you do this whole thing, and it's just—it's not—it's not quite working. Here's like this scene. I think is where the movie had the opportunity to save itself and fucked up because um, they doubled down on like the parkour and the flippy do as the the focus of the action sequences, and it just doesn't work. Mm. Um, if this movie had a more comedic element. Of him just like fucking up a bunch of times and getting killed like a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah, And then clicking the button and going back. Like, gotta go back to my save point. You could have had some really like interesting things happen and you could have like, like him just walk around a corner and like get mangled by a trap or something. And then you're just like, whoa. And then, you know, he hits the button, goes back. Hits the button. Yeah. 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 And now he does something clever with the trap. Yeah. Basically a little like happy death day type thing. (laughs) But. Yeah, like the Doctor, the end of Doctor Strange. You know, some of the the humor we get in um in Deadpool, Groundhog Day. Yeah, and like that could have been really fun to watch. Yeah. Um, but instead, we get more of the same shit that was happening. Because again, and I, I don't remember if this was a thing for the game. I'm sure there must have been some restrictions, but for whatever reason, you can only do a minute. Yeah, the game only does like it only does a certain amount of time, and not yeah. even a minute. It's like couple of seconds i think but i think three seconds or something like that but i don't know but doesn't it regenerate over time it does regenerate yeah 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 so they should have the dagger do that like yeah he only has a set amount of time for it per scene you know and that way like you know it's not completely stakeless where he's getting out of every single death for free because he's like he can only do it so many times in an encounter um also because you still have stakes because like if you don't if you lose your if you lose the dagger if you lose your hand if you lose yeah. your head you, you can't do shit yeah, exactly. about that you know you like, just immediately you die from to, something yeah you have to survive the encounter in the first place yeah. all right so 
basically he's figured out the dagger secret. Now he's like, all right, my brother wants it because now he could be like the ultimate warrior in battle. Um, and, uh, you know, he's like, I gotta, I gotta go to my uncle. I gotta tell him what's going on. Uncle Ben Kingsley, that guy won't betray me ever. Yeah, no, he's, he's always on the up and up, that guy. Uncle Ben's always good. Mm, You can tell by his eyeliner. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say, you have Ben Kingsley in your movie, which it's already questionable. Yeah. He's your uncle. That's a real bad sign. Yeah. Yeah. But once you put eyeliner on him, fuck that. He is evil as shit. (laughs) He is basically Ming the Merciless. He is. Y'all seen Blood Rain? (laughs) No, don't go there. (laughs) Don't go there. There's a reason he is at least thrown out to be the Mandarin at one point, all right? He's like, at least this time, there's no Michael Madsen to out-underact me. <laughs> I will be the, the king of phoning it in in this film. Um, so uh, Prince Otherbrother is, is tracking them down. We see that. And, uh, you know, we get cut to more bantering between um, the Princess Tamina and Dastin. Basically, like, the dagger's out of sand, and he keeps looking at a rack. He suspects... But inside that cleavage, she's got a reload. To yeah. be fair, yeah, I was doing the same thing. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, Her cleavage was perplexing in this film. Mm-hmm. Perplexing? Yeah. How so? I don't know. There's just like moments where they're just out in the breeze, and there's moments where it's like wrapped up tighter than a. What perplexed me something with something tight with Tamina? And believe this is not a put down on the actress, um, mm. or anything, but like. She's literally, she's referred to as the most beautiful woman, like, anyone's ever seen by, like, everyone in this film. Yes. There are a grand total, I think, of ten women in this film. Ten mm-hmm. or less. Yeah. Uh, and she is the least attractive of all ten. I wouldn't say least. I mean, that's subjective. She's still an attractive that's, lady. That's a subjective like, statement. The other, the other, like, nine women are just in this one, like, harem, but you're yeah. like, those are all hotter than the princess. I would say six out of the... Her, Six out of the <laughs> See, her appearance is a little unconventional, like to to a traditional like Hollywood heroine. But yeah. you know, that's good. I like I like something different. But yeah, yeah, it I just had, struck me as weird. I had a comparison, yeah. but mm-hmm. I realized it was actually really mean, and mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. and I didn't mean it because she's a, she's a lovely lady. Good, good job on stopping yourself. Yeah. My only note on that was in the first scene Put where we on see the her. Glass. And she's getting her, like, henna and gold mm. paint treatment. I was like, she doesn't look like a real person. Mm. Uh, she just, she looked fake, like, almost like she was CGI to me. Mm. Well, they, her like, her valley was uncanny. Like, mm. like Princess Leia. In the, her, like, um, one. we'll call it fake tanning. Um, did uh, yeah. situation. How green was my valley? Wait, so, fake tanning? Yeah. But do you think she was normally that color? I thought she was pretty pale throughout this whole thing. Am I crazy? Compared to Jake Gyllenhaal, though, she was. Yeah, she was I mean, dark. yeah, it, 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 you know, it wasn't very consistent, but like, there were a few people here that mm. had, you know, well, he's got a spray tan. Right. <laughs> Al Molina just looked like he rolled around in shit. So, so speaking of Alfred Molina, they're they're like, he's like, we're gonna take the dagger through the Valley of Slaves. You know, no one will, will track us there. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to pretend to, like, pass out because I have a slight constitution and we haven't had water in a while. And then when you come over to look at me, I'm going to whack you in the head with a bone um, and then I'm going to run off. That's funny. That's what I was going to do to you. So the movie's like, hey, <laughs> like, you know what? I'm going to run off. Yeah. <laughs> 
different bone. Though. Yeah, so thank you. Movie's like, you know what we need now? Comic relief. Yes. So we got an Alfred Molina. He's come to uh to take uh Dastin uh, hostage as a slave here. Dastin's like, tell you what, I know where a hot chick is. Let's just go get her. Alfred Molina's like, deal. And uh they go, they find the princess. Um and he's like, cool, um, you know, you got yourself a deal. You get your dagger back. I'll take this woman and, um, you know, you could come back with me to my secret slaver base, which turns out is actually an illegal ostrich racetrack. Yeah, I have this whole thing summed up as Alfred Molina and his band of ostrich pirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I I didn't take notes, but uh, the mental note I took was like, hmm, looks like a pod race is about to start. Is this a good time to use the bathroom? <laughs> but we never quite get there, Yeah, but it was close. Um, now, this I'm not against race, the yeah. idea of the ostrich race. I thought that was pretty cool they were there. I could have used an ostrich, ostrich joust. Just as a like, uh, if we're gonna have some some parkour platforming, you might as well. And it's a video but, game movie. Let's yeah. you know, let's throw back yeah. to the classics. But American Humane one. They yeah, mean, that's true. Yeah, too dangerous I'm for the ostriches. They're okay with dangerous. ostriches committing suicide, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well you, you know, that, you know, like most of these ostriches weren't real too, though, right? <laughs> most. <laughs> um. So that was, that was that was where they drew the line. It was like we can all right, we can yeah, that shit. We can we can race and we can use fake ostriches, but for the joust they got to be real. And and, and American Humane is just like no, can't do that. No, that's you just get some you know smallish guy and throw him on like uh, what is it, Tim Gunn? Not Tim Gunn, James Gunn brother. <laughs> Yeah, Tim Gunn, that's right. Mm-hmm. I, I always want to call him. I Tim forget Gunn. his name, but yeah. Yeah. I'm just uh, body double for Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Um and an ostrich. Yeah. So he does it all. And Weasel. Mm-hmm. And Weasel. And Steve Buscemi. Him and him in any circus just throw some dudes on their shoulders <laughs> and get the shit done. It's giving people piggyback rides. Yeah. So anyway, um uh he gets like he steals the princess's titty sand. Reloads the dagger. <laughs> he, um, Alfred Molina's like, he got his return of the Jedi confused. He's like, all right, I got the princess. Um, instead of putting her in the bikini, having her chained at my side, I'm gonna give her the R2D2 drink tray and have her go out and serve drinks. But he did at least still put her in the bikini. Well, I think she's what? still in her. Uh, was a... uh, no, she was definitely in a more shoes at our. Oh, yeah, she was in like yeah. cocktail waitress. Fair enough. Yeah. Garb <laughs> that, for... that was pretty. Well, why is it really Do you mean again? Because no. we thought you were yeah, going to say we're something. We're bracing for impact. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was. I did not. What are you going? Wait for me. I'm just making sure you're not going to drop dead at the table. It was too flattening. So. The, the, we're not saying it was a good look. We're just saying it was a bit more revealing than. There wasn't much to it. No. So Alfred Molina's like, all right, I see you got this dagger. I want it. I have this guy with me who throws knives like nobody else throw ni- throws knives. And I'm uh, going to tell you that repeatedly. Yeah, he's in Umbaka. Umbaka. Umbaku. Yeah. I could have used Umbaku. Uh, or Chewbacca. Or Chewbacca. Uh, Either of them. Uh, Chewbacca with Mumbaku's staff. Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca. I want just a movie of the two of them. They're Disney properties. Let's just have the two yeah. of them doing Ma- something. You know what? At this point, yeah. might as well. Just get into Millennium Falcon with might Chewbacca well. and have the two of them go At on an adventure. At the very least, for a little while, let's bring back Amalgam Comics. 
Mm. And just do Star Wars. There you go. <laughs> Switched over in the Marvel. Ray, Hello, um, just Ray call up Patton Wolverine. Oswald, have him do his his movie pitch where Star Wars and Marvel crossover. I mean, I mean he's in half your franchise yeah, anyway. He's, so. he's the he'll bridge the gap. Anyway, um, so they like pin Jake Gyllenhaal's coat to uh to the wall with a throne knife. I swear to God, I thought this was through his hand. Yeah. Because there's no other reason he should have left his hand there. Like, Well, and especially because he could be like, oh, and then rewind time with the dagger a second and move. And, you know. No, the dagger's mm. still empty at this point. No, he reloaded it with the titty sand, I thought. Was it I don't think he got here? a chance. No, that might not have been. Was it after this that he did I thought that? it was right when he took it from the princess he poured it in there. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. No, he started to, like, try and then got... Oh, the that's right. Okay. So either way, princess is like, I'm going to save the day. Ostrich rampage. It's not really that great of a rampage. No, but when she opened the door, I was like, oh, here we go. If anything's going to rampage through here, let's have some ostriches. Yeah, but this... Well, Turns again, out they that... just run somewhere and kill themselves. Yeah, yeah this is a little disappointing. Um, Which, I wanted to see them armored <laughs> up and just causing mayhem. How did we, what? How? What? I don't know. So either way, Wait, how do ostriches run off and kill them? Yeah, they kill themselves part specifically. They have suicidal tendencies, yeah. according to. You know, I get it. Yeah, plenty okay. of cliffs right. and things. There's <laughs> lots of okay. people that want to eat them. Yeah, they they could watch this movie. With a scimitar, they just run right for yeah. them. Yeah. 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 All right. So <laughs> now, just picturing that last one that he had was the one that had to hold the sword while the others ran into it. <laughs> like, come on, guys! I got you! I got you! I'll, I'll take this one. So uh, they're just cut to the city Avrat where they're having the funeral for the king. Um, so they're like, "We gotta sneak inside." Um, you know, uh, Princess Tamina's like, "I'll be the lady that carries this fat noble's walnuts," and. Um, yeah. yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's like, I'm the guy that has to help carry him in his, uh, what do you call that thing? His, his litter? Um, yeah, definitely. That's a good, yes. <laughs> that is the most, I mean, what yes, is, that is the is, official name for it. Yeah. And yes, yes, that is the most appropriate name for it. Yeah. There is another word for it that starts with a P, but I can't remember. Yeah, for, it, it's yeah. a fancier word for a litter. Whatever. Before rickshaws were a thing. (laughs) They're, you you know, he's one of the guys that holds the bar, that holds up the chair. Like a pallbearer carrying the Yes. Yeah. So, um... But for my... This guy is super fat. Yeah, for my 600-pound life. (laughs) Jeez. Um, so now, like, he sneaks in there, and he, he, like, does some parkour and just ends up inside the equivalent of the hearse, like, on top of his dad's, uh, casket and he um takes like some of the incense and writes on a piece of parchment a note for uh ben kingsley uh which he then shoves in his pocket from inside the hearse the top of his boot or top of his boot yeah, whatever. and then um parkours out of no i'm sorry he gets edited out of there because it's just the next scene and he's out of there and i'm i'm really curious how he just how he got out yeah. of there. i was curious about that myself because like the crowd would just be like the king's alive and then they'd be like, oh, some asshole just ran out of there. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because wherever this is going, you're either like putting this thing in a fire, sealing it in a tomb, or it's going somewhere where this whole audience yeah. is going to be staring at that. So it's going to be a hell of a magic trick to get out of there. So either way, movies like, we don't <laughs> care. Just yeah, so, he's in a bazaar so now. How, how does he get out of there? Mm-hmm. Uh, he just does. We cut to the next scene. Yeah. All 
So, um, Dastin meets, uh, Prince Nazim, who in my note, my notes, I, uh, didn't want to write out Ben Kingsley, so I put B King, and then he became Burger King. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, wait, what is, what is his name? Uh, Nazim. Nazim? Oh, yeah. Okay. So he, he yeah. meets Nazim, and. The wickedly talented adult Nazim. <laughs> So he's like, all right, uh, check it out, uncle. I got this magic dagger, rewinds time. This is what uh, Koss is after. Um, so let me show it to you. And he, like, takes it out of its wrapping, and it's it's the nutcracker from the, the chic guy that they were carrying in. So... It's still got his nut residue on it. Ben Kingsley's like, I don't understand what's going on here. And then fucking Nazan's like, oh, your hands are burned. How has nobody else noticed that? Um, in days. In days. But he's like, oh, I guess you killed uh, my dad. And Ben King's like, oh, I guess um, I have crossbow men just in all the holes in this market firing bolts at you. And just, you know, some parkour breaks out. Aggressive older brother's here. He's chasing um, uh, Prince Dastin around. Um, but he is bad at parkour. Yeah. No, he, he's, he's groundbound. He's the older brother? He's they're both older. Yeah. He's he's the younger of the two legitimate brothers. I keep I'm referring to him as other Wait, brother. But he's supposed to be older than Jake Gyllenhaal? I think so. Supposedly. Okay. He keeps calling him little brother. Yeah. yeah. So Well, who knows? Maybe maybe he's older, like maybe he's younger in years, but Jake Gyllenhaal was older when he was adopted. Mm. And nobody actually knows his age because he's, yeah. he's a parentless street rat. Sure. So right. you get some stuff here where, like, they're up on the roof. They're doing all these hijinks with bows and crossbows, right. some of which are kind of cool. But then there's the parkour that's just like, he just die. Um, and then he, he has a halfway serviceable fight against his uh, other brother, where his other brother has an axe and a shield. And um, uh, he has his two scimitars. And Dastin ends up kicking him in the face down a flight of stairs and leaving. Um, but that actor looked like he really wanted to kill Jake. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he, was, he was at it. He he was trying hard. Um, so Ben Kingsley's like, okay, the so jig is up. Kids are in the adult books. There's doesn't uh, matter how good an actor you are, you're not making that thing. I need, anyway. I need to stop Jake Gyllenhaal before he fucks everything up. Um, I know what I need. Uh, I need some assassins with an H in front of them. Yeah, has, has, assassins. Which maybe that's a historical thing, I, but I think it somewhat is at least because I I believe that's I know that's at least the same like uh supposedly the like part of the same guild or whatever that Assassin's Creed stems from or something. So, and, yeah, but if you're gonna if you're gonna whitewash the cast. Just oh, fucking, just call them assassins. 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 So it's just the members of Hanson. Mm-hmm. Um, As assassins with magical powers. So you see, they got like a guy who throws bombs, a guy who uh, um, only, has like gun dart launching hands. The only thing. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, okay. So I guess assassin is... It's just Persian for assassin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. It's Australian for beer. It's fine. Yeah, all right. So, and then they're, the leader of the assassins has snakes. He just, yeah, snakes pop out of him. He's got snakes. <laughs> That's his thing. He can CGI snakes into the film. Yet. He can snakes. Not and once. 
Mm-hmm. Does he take one of these snakes, <laughs> stretch it out into a spear, spear yeah. and throw it at anyone? Why the fuck not? Yep. I was so disappointed. At least Thessaladoon style make an arrow yeah. out of it. Yeah. Fire that into the blonde lady's chest. And as usual, they were inaccurate with the oh, of the two actual real snakes that appeared in the film. Lay it on us, John. What what did they do? One being a Burmese python, which is accurate to you know, it's an old world snake, so it at least belongs. It's on possible that a side, traitor could have that side of around. the ocean, yeah. Um, whereas the other one was a red-tailed boa, which is native to South America and would not have been present on that continent at that time. Well, the Persians beat Columbus to America. Yeah. Are you factoring in that they are mystical assassins with supernatural powers? That's right. I, I don't think their mystical assassin powers allow them to cross oceans. His sleeves in his coat, like he's just like, I need a snake. Yeah, maybe it it's a, it from somewhere. Maybe, from somewhere maybe in the world. it's a portal yeah. to South America. Yeah, but those weren't <laughs> sleeve snakes. Those were just snakes that were hanging out. That's true, the, yeah. Well, you don't know where they came from. Well, if you don't empty... <laughs> That's your, my point. <laughs> if you don't empty your sleeves of snakes every so often, they just build up in there, yeah. and it's yeah. a problem. Yeah, you don't know that they weren't... So you gotta rub one out. You gotta rub yeah, one out. you don't out know they yeah. weren't sleeve snakes. We, I, we don't have no proof that they were, yeah. but... There's not a lot of air in there, so if you don't, like, let them out regularly, you're just firing, like, a dead snake corpse, or, like, oh. just a whole bunch of snake skin. It's It's terrible. Like mouse bodies. Anyway, so clumps of fur. Um, the princess, you know, has swapped the dagger for uh, the Nutcracker, and she left uh, Prince Dastin behind. And uh, he just catches her again. Um, so the assassins are like, "All right, well, I with my snake powers, I could summon a sandstorm. I'm going to do that. So you two have to get in a tent and talk for a, a while." So Jake Gyllenhaal's like. All right, Princess Tamina, just spill the beans here. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> What's your freaking problem, she bitch? Like, Check it out. Um, the gods were pissed and were going to, like, Noah's Ark this shit, but, you know, we don't really have a lot of water here, so they were going to do a sandstorm instead. So uh, this girl was like, no! And the gods were like, all right, well, you die instead. Um, we'll put all this destructive sand. Rather than bring it back, we'll contain it in an hourglass. Sure. sure. Have a dagger. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, so. We'll contain this world-ending, devastating sandstorm in an hourglass that you can build your city on top of. Also, it has an accessory mm-hmm. yeah. of this dagger yeah. for reasons. So we were getting rid of the world because humanity was fucking up too much. Um, so we're going to give you the, the humanity the means to like fuck up the sandstorm. Right. Just because to ultimately to prove yeah. us right. <laughs> well, I guess I guess it's a test to see like if they could. Yeah, they can. You know, it, it, yeah, the first that, opportunity. That's a particularly yeah. harsh test because yeah. like yeah, you guys are. are all fuck ups. So the one good person, we're gonna take her away, and in her place you get a weapon. Well, <laughs> like, not. Well, no, they let her live and they gave her the knife instead yeah. of taking her life to spare because because the one that was like we're all gonna die so she's like how about i just die because either way i can't lose i have nothing else to lose a question is Uh the movie implying that the princess is the little girl no no she's a descendant of okay all right i just had to just had to make that Mm -hmm. clear because the end she was talking about they have to give them back the life they spared or whatever and i'm like whatever in this situation she has to, to 
stop the sands. Yeah, but it will kill her. And then... I, it's weird. I don't know. Jake Gyllenhaal's like, why don't we just rewind time with the dagger? And she's like, because it only works for a minute. He's like, what if you stab it into the hourglass and then hit the button? And she's like, well, then it could work for, for like forever. But, you know, that's super dangerous. We can't do that. It's, that could it's not even dangerous. It's that it's forbidden. Yeah. yeah. So that he's like, oh, shit. Ben Kingsley, he saved uh, my dad from uh, a lion when they were hunting one time, and he's going to go back in time and just not do that, so he gets to be king uh-huh. instead of my dad. Um, that's why he is after this thing. Okay, it all makes sense now. Sandstorm's over before we kiss. Let's keep this thing moving. That's right. He's angry with his wealthy, privileged life mm-hmm. because he has all the benefits and none of the responsibilities. He really wants all the responsibility, too. So the movies. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just, some of this shit just hits me out in weird times, and I realized, like, by the end of this movie, mm-hmm. it's really just down to him and Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. So you didn't need the dagger; you could have just killed him. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, wouldn't he be the next successor at that point? Yeah, but he wanted to be the king, king for his whole life. Since, yeah, yeah, like he's old now. He wanted to inherit. To begin with. He wanted to yeah. enjoy... Oh, what do you sorry. mean? He wanted to enjoy yeah. being the king for his youth and his entire life. Like to have fine, his cake fine. and eat it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so he could have the harem that you yeah. know, would give him... Yeah. I mean, it's of... still a bad movie, but this part makes sense well, No, yeah, I mean, it saying. makes enough sense. He's a bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad yeah. guy. He's the evil uncle. It's always the evil yeah. uncle. Yeah, if you see Tinkerbell floating over a castle, you know the uncle's going to be problematic. <laughs> so, um... Here's looking at you, Joey. Uncle Joey. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Setting him up as a pervert. I guess guess it's Aunt Becky. (laughs) What? I mean, I suppose she's the villain, but wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, moving on from Full House. uh, To Fuller House. They're like, we got to go to uh, this oasis here um, so Alfred Molina could ambush us because, you know. Someone in a studio somewhere is like, this movie needs more comedy relief again. Bring in Alfred Molina. He's suffered such a tale of woe. His uh, his whole tax-free ostrich race thing um, got destroyed by the two of them. Essentially by her opening a gate. Yeah. And um, A gate that was not locked. loose in the race track. Inside the yeah. race track. Yeah. A <laughs> gate that was not locked. Yep. A gate that she literally just pulled open that the ostriches... Could have accidentally bumped open. Yeah, yeah. Not only did not lock, like, I don't think it had a latch, did it? Uh-huh. And then, no, it just swung open. So, yeah. Alfred Molina's like, everything's ruined. Um, these, I only have these, like, dozen guys here. This and is my ostrich. last ostrich. Yeah. Because the others killed themselves. Go back, go back to my little town. You'll see nothing but ostriches swinging from the trees. Yeah. Like I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how they tied those nooses, but so they we have this one ostrich okay. left that is on suicide watch. Yeah. Yes. So this uh, we just we had to pump her stomach. She swallowed a bunch of pills earlier. So assassin snake man here. Uh, he's like snakes. You know they sometimes burrow and lie in ambush, so they can burrow and just tunnel. Sure. Yeah. So tunnel snakes rule. Um, I, I mean, there there are some snakes that can. 
traveled that but way. That, were those, I just wanted to make were the those those snakes joke. that were in the movie a similar type of viper yeah <laughs> either way the- I, I don't think we can say one way or another definitively what the capabilities of sleeve snakes can mm. and cannot be all right yeah so, but there's no snake on the planet that fires themselves like spring-loaded well sleeve snakes that's not sleeve true. snakes yeah. yeah i've seen a can of peanuts open up that's true snakes that's all right out. the peanut can snake <laughs> yeah. does, does Fire itself in a fantasy. Not, not known for its venom or yeah, yeah. ability well, to kill you. That is the modern day evolution of the sleeve snake. Yeah, now you got the can the snake. snake. Once the industrial revolution kicked in, he yeah. started canning that shit. But anyway, so, but also, so the whole this, can- well, this is the worst bit of editing mm. where they're just like, yeah, we're we're gonna kidnap you. Like they're beating them up and tying them up, and mm. and we're just all sleeping by everybody's the campfire. Asleep. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you're. It honestly looks like because they were getting gagged and then they're not gagged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it honestly yeah. looks like they're not tied up. Yeah, no, they're just sleeping just on, on um, the bed rolls. So I guess Alfred Molina's like, oh, I didn't mean it. Um, so either way, the CGI snakes are attacking, and we get this bit where uh, Dastin uses the dagger to go back in time and save himself from a few snakes and do this thing that looks cool. But again, it would have been so much better if he got bit by snakes, like four or five times and you saw like he does this thing that looks cool to everyone else but you see he actually like fucked up a bunch of stuff yeah a bunch of times like he had a bunch of venom in his veins and it's like oh i I have to go back now or i'm gonna die like and then yeah but instead he throws a torch into a snake's mouth (laughs) essentially straightening it like (laughs) serpentor that's true he should have then used it as a whip, like held the yeah. torch and just whipped people yeah. with the snake. If he beat another snake to death with a straightened <laughs> out snake, that would be pretty badass. Um, and I like that not only does the torch like completely straighten the snake out, but it throws it back like it got hit by a truck. <laughs> well, no, it was stu- it was on there, mm-hmm. and then he flung he it off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought he threw it into his mouth while it was in midair and it no, launched. No, he was still in its hand. Yeah, oh, he shoved okay. it in its mouth and then gotcha. tossed it at a tree. Right. So seeing, <laughs> Which, that's seeing slightly that stuff better. in reverse made him acutely aware of exactly where every stick mm-hmm. was going to be at well, every second. So, yeah, Alfred Molina is just like, disease, so he knows where everything remembers it all perfectly. Alfred Molina is like, "Wow, you're so cool," and he's like, "I know. Let's go to this <laughs> sanctuary and where we can out. put the dagger in a rock." And I guess it'll just stay there. I don't know. That's a a euphemism for making out. Yeah. Till like King Arthur comes later and takes it. I don't don't know. I didn't get any of this. It was supposed to get swallowed up by the mountain and never be able to be. But the price is that she had to die. Yeah. Oh, God. But again, we don't. It just. But this is not set up or anything. She's Mm. just like, oh, yeah, well, we couldn't. We couldn't do what something we were trying to do. I don't even know what the fuck she's actually really trying to do. I guess just get the knife away. Maybe this was her plan the whole time. No, this is her her whole plan. This is the emergency plan. All the time was to. Yeah, was to take the knife and put it in the mountain. And she just neglected to mention that if she does that, she's going to die. Okay. Because you have to give the life back that the the gods spare. Yeah, maybe I missed that line or two, but like, yeah, she just. We get to this little village. She's just like, yeah, I'm going to shove the. the dagger in well, there, and it will swallow it. And I'm just like, where did that come from? His other brother attacks and, you know, restrains everybody. And then the, the village, the everyone in the village has been murdered by the assassins. But, you know, other brother doesn't know. And he's about, like, he, you know, Dastin pass, 
passes enough speech checks to get him like to talk down. So he's like, all right, let me just go see what's going on outside. And it's raining fucking daggers because the assassin with all like the, the spikes in his arms just impales the shit out of his brother. Uh, so now the, the, we're having a fight with the assassins. Um, and, uh, Alfred Molina's M- Mumbaku or Mumbaka, uh, knife throwing guy is having a fight with a dude. And, um, you know, the guy, his, his assassin powers, he has a really big sword. Uh-huh. And so Alfred Molina tries to sword fight him and the sword gets cut in half. So he throws the sword handle to the knife guy who's like, it's a knife now. And just throws it into the big sword guy's face. It's a unit system. I know this. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, meanwhile, uh, another one of the assassin guys is about to, like, kill uh, Dastin. But his brother, like, um, you know, grabs a spear. And while he's lying on the ground bleeding to death, he puts it up. And the guy essentially jumps on the spear and impales himself. And then... Uh, Dastin's like, cool, bro, thanks. Good luck dying. I got to go to the sanctuary here. Um, let's put this dagger in the rock, but let's stop for makeouts first. Um, and then fucking CGI, like, snake rope dart man shows up to steal the dagger. Well, to knock the dagger away. Because Snake Sleeves Man has a snake come and eat the dagger and then takes that back. So the dagger's gone. He gets away with that. We have a terrible fight with a CGI rope dart thing. Um, and like, oh yeah, I'm not against rope dart based weapons. And I know they have their efficacy when used properly, but have somebody that knows how to use one. Don't fucking CGI in the stupid, like snake sword rope dart thing. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer whipped those dummies heads off in Batman two. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's the best way to go, but I understand they're, they're trying to amp things up to be more well, while wearing a skin tight cat suit like gogo from um uh kill bill like that was a fairly serviceable fight and they didn't have to cgi or fucking chain ball i mean there were a few times it was on a rope but like it looked a whole lot better than this well yeah that's the other thing is like if you either don't have the time the budget or technology yeah uh, don't do this in cgi indeed so he kills this guy sama that might have been where his brother came in with the save i think it was that guy yeah yeah either way snake guy he comes back to uh to burger king here uh ben kingsley and he's like um oh the dagger send this snake uh uh let me get that for you just cut the snake open and hands it to him and you know prince nazim's like thanks Gross. i guess that's can you wipe you. it off <laughs> <laughs> um I, yeah. I, I would have loved if he had like a big smile on his face holding it and then just like reached over and grab, grabbed some of that guy's cloak or something. And mm-hmm. It's like, fine, I'll wait for the snake to pass it next time. Um, yeah, also, can't you control them? Couldn't you make it regurgitate that or something? So, yeah. Spits out the knife, John Voight. <laughs> <laughs> lodges himself from a prone position and chokes a woman to death with the thighs. baby. <laughs> Anyway, um, we cut back to Alma, and uh, I guess they're mining for the hourglass, so, um, you know, that has all the the sands of time from the gods in it. Uh, So they have to get the dagger back, and the dagger is in its normal resting place in this temple, um, but it's being guarded by this demon covered in spikes. Um, So no one can get within 20 paces of them, so, like, uh, Mabaku's like, well, some of us don't need to. 
I like to throw things myself. Okay. I'm something of a distance player. So let's go have a knife-throwing fight. Which, again, this could be cool. It could be. Like, and this fight started off okay. Again, you're CGIing these fucking daggers everywhere when, like, you don't need to. Mm. Um, but, like, if this was a thing of, like, positioning where it's kind of like a sniper fight where they have to figure out, like, where each one you know, where each other is and like, I got to do something to get him to throw a knife and then do something before he can get another one off. But, um, he, they basically, it just devolves into a CGI flippy fest and he throws his like throwing axe thing into the, uh, the assassin with all the darts, but he takes like six darts to the chest. So here's the thing. Yep. And this is, and maybe, you know, this is, could be a subjective thing. Mm Mm-hmm. When it's all like CGI and super dumb pretend choreographed mm-hmm. Bruckheimering, there's no tension. It just sucks the yeah. tension out of the fight. Oh, yeah. Like, we were watching a movie previously. I won't mention what, but it was an older film. And like, even though I'd seen it a bunch of times and I know exactly how the fights all go, the fights still had tension because they yeah. were all like real weapons and choreographed like fighting. Mm-hmm. And like you could feel like the actors, like you know, they were actually fighting with weapons, and like it, it just had more tension and uh, enjoying themselves. And enjoying yeah. themselves. Uh, at some point, if we ever, for some reason, decide to discuss this movie, we might find out there's a good reason. <laughs> well, that's but. fine. That's fine. But I just mean like when you when you make everything a cartoon, it just takes. Yeah. It takes well, yeah, all that's... the tension out, and all you're doing is just like, all right, well, I'm bored. Yeah. Are y'all done? This is dance? a cut scene from a video. Yeah. yeah. Are you done yet? Yeah. Not is... necessarily a good one. Right. That is what, like, I'm okay with, uh, you know, a certain level of uh, extra realism or mm. whatever you want to call it. Because, like, you know, like a superhero movie, like, they're, you know, Wanda's got superpowers. It's not going to be very realistic. I get that. But yeah, if you rely too heavily on just doing. What could easily be done as mundane things with CGI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to notice that and just be like, nobody's in danger. This is just a cartoon. Yeah. Like, like, whatever. Also, how funny would it be if, like, remember in the thing when Wilford Brimley was on a rampage? Yeah. He had an axe and they're like, just get the table and, you know, he's going to hit that and we'll all just bum rush him. If that's what, like, Mbaku finally did, is he just yeah. ran in there yeah. with a big table and, like, good luck gonna. with getting your darts through that. So for some reason, I uh, you're going somewhere else with that, and I'm now picturing the shitty CGI Wolver Brimley. Just, well, it's now just destroying be everything. Like he's throwing knives, and like his mustache is throwing knives. Oh, no, Baku should have just thrown Wolver Brimley in there and let him go to town on that snake yeah. guy. Anyway, um, I don't care about your hustle. So that this guy. He sacrifices himself to get the dagger, essentially. He took all those darts to the chest. And the movie just does a big fuck you, pisses right on that. Because he just takes the dagger and just hucks it out the window like a scene transition. And the dagger just lands <laughs> so right in next a, to Alfred In a tree. <laughs> like, just embeds itself fucking in a tree. no. This not sharp dagger embeds itself in a tree. Hey, wh- whatever. And the I vibrations of that, not, but... that move did not immediately explode. Explode the glass and handle. It, it might as well. That might as well have just been an assassin sneaking up on Alfred Molina that it kills. Because, well, like, at that point, like, who cares? But this, you know, like, I knew, you know, you, you saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. He, you know, he's the guy who throws daggers. He's got a dagger. Uh, he's gonna die. He's gonna throw the dagger. And, like, I, I saw it coming. Yeah. 
what I didn't realize was that, like, he seemingly had no way of knowing where they were yeah or any kind of aim he just threw well, it out was, the window on a whim yeah because he's that was his magical powers that he never misses it should have gone that's how into they the knew sky. he was dead but this should have gone into the again, sky yeah, is that a the power moon. or is that he's just it good was, at doing this it was implied that he was you know just that good at it that you know and, and so he somehow he could have at least had him look out the window yeah, he, knew like, where, he knew where they were waiting for him and it should have popped the moon like a balloon that good no like i wanted it to be yeah again like they had a plan like they were waiting on the other side on a in a different tower and he was just like whoa and threw it and somebody yeah, yeah you know whatever anyway, caught on a shield let's or get, let's get so shit <laughs> Um, <laughs> now, uh, Alfred Molina essentially sacrifices himself pretending to be Dastin to get all the guards to chase him on a horse. <sighs> and that, that frees up Princess Tamina and Prince Dastin to go, uh, into the secret tunnel that leads to the, um, uh, just another, like... Center of the earth. Yeah, yeah. to the, to the hourglass, but just another scene that just cheesed me off hard. Like freaking Cause, King Kong's down there. Yeah, they go into this thing, and you get like an... Balrog. In, you get like an Indiana Jones trap where it's like, okay, you gotta step exactly where I step, or something terrible's gonna happen. And you know, in Indiana Jones, that scene has tension. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, that's a pretty yeah. good idea. He, he makes a, like, he'll make a slight mistake, and something, like, might fall away, or a dart might fire or something. But, you know, he's... You're like, okay, there are consequences. He could fuck this up. And then he gets across, and it's good. This one, they get like five steps, and like a rock falls from the ceiling. And then. Which wouldn't rocks be falling from the ceiling all the time? Yeah, yeah. I would. Maybe not all the time, but this certainly wouldn't be the first time it yeah, happened. Yeah, this shit would have collapsed eons ago. Like, yeah. there'd be nothing. Well, left I think going. it was because they were excavating. Yeah. From above to get to it. By the way, you're just like, what the fuck is this? They like, too greedily too- like thousands of years ago, they made this like house of cards thing of like barely standing up pillars yeah. that are supporting the like floor of sand. Miles down into the center of the earth. Yeah. yeah. That, it's like this, this mile tall structure that's all collapsing in on itself. Um, that Jake Gyllenhaal's caught in, and you're just like, like this looks stupid. It it's wait, it's just flagrantly wasting money. I don't think yeah. anyone enjoyed this scene, and it would have been way more suspenseful if he just if they just did like an Indiana Jones. It was like yeah. it was like the Cave the of Wonders in Aladdin, but not as good. Yeah, this, this is another one. I I can't speak on this, but I I sense this had to be some part of the games or something. I, I couldn't but, tell you. It, yeah, was, it, it was a jump puzzle. Yeah, it was It was definitely unnecessary. Yeah. And yeah, it did, you know, I was expecting at certain points just to see the little, like, A button pop up with, like, you know, oh, the circle closing in on it. Yeah. I would have turned the movie off. <laughs> yeah. I would have just been like, no, I don't do this. Not, so, even, not even when I just watch so it. I skipped the scene, but in fairness, the movie tried to as well. Because we skipped the part where he goes and he finds his brother, Toss, and he's like, yo, oh, right. I'm not evil. Here's the dagger. Check this out. I'm going to stab myself in the chest. Oh, did we skip that? We did, yeah. jeez. Yeah. Hit right. the button on the dagger. And you'll see what's going on. So, like, he does that. Tass hits the button, goes back in time, sees that that's what the dagger does. Now he's like, okay, everything makes sense. Ben Kingsley's evil. I'm with you, brother. What do we have to do? Ben Kingsley just saunters in the room like, la-di-da, slits his brother's throat. Yeah. I mean, slits um, his nephew's the throat. King's throat, I guess. Just, like... just kills Koss right there. And then um, this asshole with an axe pops up and, like, uh, 
Tamina and Destin have to fight him. They uh, eventually, um, uh, Tamina does something that distracts him and Destin kills him. And they find out that this asshole has like the mark of her sacred order on it. So this is the dude that spilled the beans to uh, Uncle Ben here. Which also, again, not the story. Like, I, I don't, yeah. we don't need this. This is way too late. Um, also, in the game yeah, it for goes this shit. nowhere. Yeah, like, it, it yeah, zero... counts for nothing. Who, I, yeah, who is this man? Like, yeah, it arguably explains why they know this thing exists, but it's so unnecessary. Yeah, not, yeah, not in the third act. But also, this is one of those egregious cases of like, it's one thing when you're like, you know, Oh, I've got James Bond. I've got him in yeah. this trap or whatever. I told him my plan. Now I'm going to just weirdly leave him unattended. But like he straight up kills the 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 older brother, yep, toss whatever, and, and then just like uh, I guess I'll leave the axe guy with this dude who's been my biggest problem. Yeah, keep showing this whole up, fucking thing. Yeah, I'll leave him alive because why not? Fucking whatever. So yeah, you're like okay, his brother's Jeez. helping him now. That fence has been mended. Nope, just. Just dead. Oh, yeah. Anytime he gets anyone on his side, yeah. they immediately die. That's like how this goes. So, all right. Now we're in the fucking room with the hourglass. Snake Man shows up. He's like, imme- oh, that's right. After this, this thousand year old trap structure crumbles, Jake Gyllenhaal falls through a trap door to who knows where. And the snake guy's immediately there. Like, he just happened to be walking by or whatever. Yeah, hey, I just was down here. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm just looking for pebbles. I, I like pebbles. Mm. So he's fighting Snake Man. He's one of those guys that goes down in old mines looking for jeans from the <laughs> 1800s. Well, it's like, what about snakes got away? <laughs> Slithered down here. Snake. Um, I found this here can of shellac. Yeah. <laughs> this, is where I, this is where I look for snakes. <laughs> so, um, fucking, they, they kill him <laughs> somehow. Gets, I honestly don't even remember. That's how he gets his unworldly snakes. Yeah. Uh, um, they, him and, and Jake. Jill and Hall are in like a like a stand. They're like locked in battle. Oh, sorry. Tamina and, has the snake, right? And well, the the guys, the snake starts crawling out of yep. the sleeve to bite Jake Gyllenhaal, and she just comes up from behind and grabs the snake and, and slams it into his face. his face as it's about to He's bite. Like, oh no! <laughs> Which wouldn't happen. Killed by my own sleeve snake. Um. Well, no. Then he gets stabbed. Yep. So tossed down this again. Never ending ravine. Um, hoisted so now by my own retard. The um, uh, Tamina and Dastin finally make out. Yeah. And then um, they see the sands of time because the Zim's there, and you're like, it's referred to as an hourglass, and it just looks like, kind of looks like a yellow version of the Rift from Stranger Things, but it doesn't, it doesn't look good. It's like a Himalayan salt it's candle, a big twisty pillar. Yeah. yeah. Glowing That's glowing orange. yellow. It's not that special. And you're just like, yeah, this thing kind of sucks. Like, if there ever was a time to just have a big stupid hourglass, just do have it now. Magic spray tan booth. Yeah. Again, this is one of those, like, either go higher concept with your design or a more simplified one. They kind of split the difference and it doesn't work for anybody. So the one... The one thing I like about the choice of Ben Kingsley in this film is he's like, I'm too old to really have an action sequence. So when Jake Gyllenhaal attacks him, can I just stab him? And he does. He's just like, I'm not going to do anything fancy. I'm just going to be, you know, I'll parry your attack and stab you. I got this knife up my sleeve. Yeah, then I'm going to go take this dagger and stab it into the fucking sands of time. Also, uh, Tamina is going to try to do something, so I'm going to throw her over the edge. So now you're holding on to her with one hand. With one hand, you're holding on to the edge. Tamina's like, yo, just let me go. I gotta die anyway. 
Let me go. It's pretty obvious we're going to reset the whole movie, so just let me yeah. die. Yeah. And, don't he, worry, there are no real stakes. Just let go. And so she lets go of his arm, and he's takes him a second, but he lets go. And I do like that she doesn't just have the normal graceful death where she just falls into the mists and it's gone. You hear her, like, screaming and hitting <laughs> yeah. stuff. I, I uh, do kind of wish we could have seen her bounce off of yeah. the rocks, though. <laughs> So now um, Nazim's already stabbed the dagger into the hourglass and uh, fucking um, Dastin runs over and puts his hand on it too. And they engage in a silly face making contest. They like punch each other and Nazim pokes him in his wound and time rewinds. And uh, and at no point he does he remember, wait, I'm a young Jake Gyllenhaal and this is just an old ass bed game. Well, <laughs> at this point, at least he has a stab wound. Yeah, but... <laughs> He yeah. could, yeah. So it's like I could hand. probably break your hip just by punching yeah. it. Well, this is a—it's weird because again, we had her say something about like how, oh, this is forbidden because it's so dangerous or whatever. Because like if these are released, it's going to destroy all of mm-hmm. you know mankind or whatever. And it's like, but yeah, but it also turns back time so yeah. before that yeah. does that. So doesn't so, matter. Yeah, yeah the hourglass dreams. The alleged hourglass is firing a just unfiltered yellow beam of CGI mm. across the set. And then... um it's typically what I do once you guys leave. Yeah. <laughs> I was picturing when Dave Chappelle pissed on that lawyer. And he's like, I didn't just do that. <laughs> they can do anything with CGI these days. But anyway, um he... uh they just get whooshed away, like the wind comes and sweeps them away, yep. and we cut back to the beginning of the movie, where Jake Gyllenhaal first got the dagger. Well, as the unfiltered beam has been shooting yep. out of the dagger, we see in the periphery bits and pieces of the, yeah, the, the film the running yeah, they, back. They make us watch this shit again. Yeah. And he manages to snap the button slash jewel mm-hmm. on the end closed at the moment when he first... Yep. Gained the dagger. So now he has the dagger, and he's like, oh, shit, I know what's going on. I'm going to go run over to uh, Prince Nazim here and just spill all this blasphemy about, you know, we invaded this place for the wrong reason. You know, the prince, uh, he, you know, he's a traitor. He's the one who sent the spy that found that crate of weapons, uh, you know, the WMDs. And then I think his brother Kaz is like, we'll just take the spy and beat the truth out of him. So we'll just make him say whatever we want him to say. I I was going to say that's how they did it back then, but that's still kind of how they do it. So Nazim's just like, fuck that. I'm going to draw my swords and attack you. And they have a little row and like uh, Jake Jaw kicks him off a staircase and then he can't finish him off, though. Um, So then for some reason, yeah. Ben Kingsley's like, well, I'm the villain, so I can stab you again. But fucking uh, his brother Kaz is like, no, I'm going to stab you, uncle. I don't know how I'm explaining this to my dad yet, but, (laughs) you know, we'll figure it out. I mean, you can see that written on his face after he does it. He's like, oh, shit, what did I just do? Um, See, this is why I kind of wish when he went back, he would have, like, we see him start running or whatever. I wish he had just, like, ran by real fast with that dagger and just cut Ben Kingsley's throat. (laughs) He's like, oh, must have happened in the battle. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would have liked just one scene in this movie where if the pr- when the princess was just talking a bunch of shit to him, if he just stabbed her and then <laughs> just, reset. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just then you just have the choppy editing and she's like, what? And he's like, and suddenly he's smiling. 
He's, she's oh, like, wait, what just happened? You just, be, you like, just you stabbed me. You just killed me, didn't you? You, you? you can't imagine the dastardly things he's gonna do with that dagger yeah. once they're married. Like that's gonna be. Uh, the, and that—that's the last. Knocks her down. One, two, <laughs> three, four, fifty-nine. Yeah. All right. One, <laughs> I got it. So, um, like basically, uh, Prince Cass is like, uh, I just realized you're the protagonist of this film, so you should get this girl. Here she is. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're together forever. Um, he, you know, presents her the dagger as a gift, which, you know, at this point, that was the thing she was trying to save. So she's like, oh, I love you forever. <laughs> blah, de blah. They talk in the garden for a bit. And he's like, you're my property now. Give me back the dagger. Yeah. <laughs> and blah, the movie ends. Yeah. Um, I think I tried to actually come into the recording room before the movie yeah, even finished at this point. You're, you're done. This was I I, I realized this with me and uh, afterwards you were doing the same. But like, this is one of those rare times where it's like the theater and I'm putting on my coat before the credits start rolling. <laughs> like, not great. So that's the movie. Prince of Persia. What um. How has this movie fared in the rotten sands of time? <laughs> As it's traveled through history, um, what percentage of critics All and right, audience so say they the approve? The last 13 yeah. years. On RottenTomatoes.com, most people went back and wiped this from their memory. Mm-hmm. No, um, critics gave this a score of 37%. Audience gave this a score of 58%. Yeah, uh, that's their thoughts and opinions. What about you and yours, John? Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was something. Um, <laughs> can't argue with that. Uh, I'm definitely not going to recommend it, um, unless for some reason you have a huge boner or wet spot for Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, some people do. Mostly Maggie Hall. Um. Wow. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it wasn't painful, at least not for me. But it, I definitely was not enjoy so. Okay. Uh, Rob. I also don't recommend it. Um, for me, it was painful. Uh, I think, like, it's it's not the worst thing I've seen, but it's it's so boring. Like, it it, it outstays its welcome by like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the fight scenes could be good, but they just don't ever get to good, and they go on way too long. And then the movie itself just goes on way too long. Um, there was no reason for this film to be two hours plus. And, uh, yeah, that's it. All right, Joe. Um, there was a point while we were watching where Rob paused the movie to, um, do battle with the spider. Um, and we saw, we were only like two thirds of the way through the movie and we were all just like, God damn it. You know, why isn't this over? Um, so this, I'm going to give this a 47. I'm going to average between the critics and uh, the user uh, ratings because um, I don't think it's it's like in the 30s bad, but it's still an F. It's still it earned that F like it had parts in the action scenes that I liked, like some of the actual sword play I thought was pretty cool. Um, it's about all the good things I'm going to say about it. Uh, the like you could tell looking at this, like hearing the background of they want this to be the next Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, you can see they were like, all right, here's the Pirates of the Caribbean things that worked well. Um, 
And, you know, let's do those. Like, let's have the crazy, the fights with, you know, doing all the, the stuff, you know, being on top of things we shouldn't be on top of. You know, we'll have these weird, quirky comic relief characters and all these other things. And then they're like, they forgot that Pirates of the Caribbean worked because they happen just have to have an amazing main character. Yeah. That came out of nowhere that you just were like, I just want to see this character do something. I don't care how stupid it is. The, the movie earns a lot of leeway because you're just like, I just want to see Jack Sparrow do something. Jake Gyllenhaal has none of that. Um, besides that, like, it's just a terrible case of whitewashing, which, you know, I tried not to let that bother me. I tried to be more more objective, um, you know, while watching it. But he, like, he just looks wrong the entire movie. And Princess Tamina isn't much better. Like, the two of them, like, just yeah. stand out so much. Oh, and you're like, why? Why why him, though? Yeah. What, like, we couldn't get anybody even a little bit more Persian. Or just not this guy. Um, I mean, the Persian Empire was pretty diverse. It was, it was quite diverse. Yeah. But, but yeah. I mean, and there were parts of Anatolia where there were people there that were essentially just Greek. Um, but you know, they weren't Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. And we still, um, and we were stuck with the usual, the trope of the one black guy. Yep. Just, you know, for representation. Mm-hmm. And then like. His 90s haircut probably. And then what doesn't help either is like just watching the movie, you're like, there's, there's such an obvious way they could have gone with this movie that would have made it so much more fun to watch. Um, and could have put that kind of comedy and levity into it that it needed without like ramming Alfred Molina down your throat where it could just be like watching this guy fuck up a bunch of times and he does all this crazy stuff um because he can rewind time and like you know figure out why he died and you know um you know adjust to it uh and we don't get that and so like I'm I'm disappointed because it's like you know the characters suck the cast is whitewashed um, we take what's, you know, a cool looking movie. The CGI is not that great, but like the sets and costumes and stuff are cool. We don't do anything with that. Um, and like, it just, it just doesn't do it. Like, you know, it's, it's a lot of just wasted opportunity and $200 million that could have easily been spent on making a way better movie with less Jake Gyllenhaal. No, no, I'm not going to recommend it. Um, like this is, I know I recommended Indiana Jones, I think last, when we were doing the Phantom. Um, so I'll recommend something different, but Pirates like, yeah, just watch Pirates of the Caribbean, which isn't even that great of a movie, but at no, least the main character years, is but, fun yeah. to watch. Or if you want parkour-esque action mm-hmm. with, you know, sword fighting, crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Yeah. Or like watch a Jackie Chan movie. You know, if you want to see someone jumping around doing crazy stuff, that's actually like, oh, he did that. That's pretty cool. Either way, like, don't watch this. Um, yeah, I think it's all pretty much been said at this point. Um, I, yeah, there's certainly, you could argue, issues with casting and I, I can't defend it but I think even Jake Gyllenhaal could have done better if this was any kind of decent script mm-hmm. and like he had a real character to him uh, to make him more of a Jack Sparrow type or not not a Jack Sparrow type but like a unique character yeah um, which would have been great and easily done, accomplished by like you said having him be able to use the dagger more fucking up things mm-hmm. going back and fixing them 
But, uh, yeah, we did none of that, and I didn't think about this until you were talking about it, but yeah, like, considering the setting, we really don't do anything special with it. Like, the, the yeah. biggest thing is this underground crap cavern that just collapses and is endlessly falling at the very end of it. Like, it, the rest of it is, like, some really nice sets that we don't really utilize for anything special. Um, so, yeah, it, it, I, I, again, not offensive to me or anything, but just too boring more you know michael bay style action scenes that i can't follow and so i i just yeah i can't recommend it. so i i guess we're gonna go with pirates of the caribbean because why not and yeah what else uh, what else we got for the people rob we got more movies for the people it's way past rob's bedtime it sure is my eyes are closing involuntarily. Whose roll is it, boys? I think John rolled this, I did didn't last he? time. Yeah. So it's Tony. Is it? Because, yeah, I rolled... We're doing I rolled, um... I think the Phantom... No, I rolled Red Dawn, didn't I? And then... Yeah. And then he rolled Phantoms. I think it was Rob. Oh, okay. Then what did... Oh, yeah, then you rolled this? Yeah, okay, so... That's right, because Rob was like, John needs to roll... We need to retool this Phantom. shit. So, I think it is Rob's roll. Oh, oh, apologies in don't you get a one or a twenty? It's a nine. All right, 2007's I Am Legend. <laughs> Choke on that shit. Choke on. Can Spider Man come out to play? Yeah. All get right. Ready, get ready for some... Usually, I'm excited for vampire movies. Well, really I'm vampire? almost never excited for vampire movies. Uh, These are like zombie fires. I don't know. I think I even know somebody that was in I Am Legend. Were they one of the mannequins? No, You're they were what? an extra. There were extras? That, maybe the part where oh, everyone was running across the bridge. Yeah, or, or like oh, maybe yeah. they played one of the... One of those shivering... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Zombires. Or zombies. I could be misremembering. It doesn't matter. Guys, uh, join us next time for another thing that we do and maybe some more snacks and more good times. You'll love it. I Ooh. guarantee it. Many thanks to our guests today and to all of you, the listeners. We love you. Farewell. Have a good day, night, goodbye. Adios. And that too Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, and if possible, leave a review. If you have questions, comments, or would like to sponsor an episode, email us at the4ampodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you can buy a t-shirt, hoodie, and more at Teespring. Or gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash 4ampodcast. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.